0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Sick of being upsold at gyms?
2: I'm good, thank you. Now, we're doing something a little bit different and very special this week, aren't we? Oh yes, this isn't a normal episode of The Blank Podcast, but instead it's an episode of another pod that we really recommend. It's called The Joe Marler Show from The Crowd Network. Yes, that's right. Joe Marler is an international rugby player, but this isn't a rugby podcast Joe and his co-host Tom Fordyce formerly of the Peter Crouch podcast make a show all about you the listener they've had chats with surgeons sex workers farmers and opera singers because they believe everyone is interesting when you ask the right questions absolutely right and this is so good so have a listen to this episode about songwriters and if you love it as much as Charles and I do then search the Joe Marler show in your podcast app Show. Our guest today is a songwriter And his name is Biff <laughs> Stannard Our guest today is a songwriter he writes songs that need to be sung. If there's a story to be told, he'll write it for you. And then he'll sing it. No, then you sing it. <laughs> if you choose to, his name is Biff. His name is Biff. <laughs> Awkward as fuck Bit of auto-tune Be perfect (laughs) Well, welcome (laughs) Biff Stannard Hello
1: Nice to meet you all Could that be a hit, Biff? I reckon it could I reckon I could work my wonders on that one, yeah
2: I think you're a a a fucking liar (laughs) Straight off the bat that's where I'm going with you'd the guest today. You'd be surprised the what you do these days. I it's mean, got... I'm a producer as well, so you'd be surprised what you what can do. What do you mean, surprise? That's obviously, that's all made up. You can't change people's voices yeah. to sing. Yeah. What do you mean, yes? I'm naming names.
1: No, you can, you can completely auto-tune the thing. You can completely change the, the, the tuning, put them in tune, and then you can make them lower, higher, female, It can completely, you'd be shocked.
2: So can I be a singer? Yeah,
0: easy. <gasps> Tom, here we go. Easy. Do you know what I think he sounded like at the start before it went really shit? Oh. He sounded a little bit, it's quite, quite a high, pure you know, head, voice. Head voice, I, I yeah. was into
1: the head voice, I was, yeah. It's, it's a Yeah. So bit a Brian Harvey for me, Big guys it? normally have a good head voice, I've got quite a good head voice. Head voice? Yeah, which uh, is up there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Try staying alive. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, Don't try staying alive. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> ha,
2: ha, 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 staying alive, Stay alive. Ha, 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 Stay alive. Okay. Fuck it <laughs> out. You're, you're more in tune when you sing hi. So Tom, that, what are you? Are you a head voice or a body voice? Crooner, I reckon. A what? A crooner? I reckon he croon. Are you a, a crooner? Bit yeah. A bit
1: of Lee Hazelwood.
2: Right, so Biff. Um, yes.
1: Who have you worked with? What, well, what so hits I'm a are we pop, talking about? I'm a pop kid, really. I started off pop music. So I started off, my first hits were E17. I don't know, you probably remember that. You're, oh, you are very much there.
2: Stay now, stay now.
1: Yeah, that's so, mine. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I start. that was, my first hit was House of Love, everybody in the house House of of love. Yeah, yeah. And then so I did all their stuff. Did you do "Been Around the World"?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wrote that with
1: Brian. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. sings that beautifully. Doesn't he's, he? he's got the sweetest voice. Got the sweetest voice. So, yeah, so I started. Baby,
2: on... if you got to go yeah. away, that's
1: in That one. You serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my man. God. This is going to be great. <laughs> I love it. So, started off with that one. Thought I was kind of Bertie Big Balls doing these 17 and everything. Because you've got everything else around songwriting's a bit mad with managers and money grabbers and all this shit. So, you're like a bit like, what the fuck? Playing it, thinking, oh, you know, top 10 hits, everything. And then Spice Girls come along and. They do all of that and then everything just goes
2: Right, right, right. And you're then... just dropping in you, you okay, it was it was impressive. <laughs> E17, I thought it was E seventeen. seventeen was 17 no, no, impressive. Was impressive. I like that. And then you're just gonna casually just go with yeah, and then just spice girls. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. What fuck off. <laughs> how
1: how did that come about? She I was in a studio meeting Jason Donovan. Of all people who was sitting in this room alone meditating, it was a bit of a weird meeting. And as I came out, Melby jumped on my back because they were called Touch then. They're only like seventeen, eighteen. She jumped on my back. She's like, "Who, who are you?" And da 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 da. And I said, oh, "I'm." It's a strange blah, blah, blah. way of uh, greeting someone. <laughs> but, yeah. So, if you, I mean, if you ever met them? And then. um <laughs> She said, what do you do? And I said, I write and produce. And what have we done? I said, Steam, E17, which is the, the hit, I think, around about just before then. They loved it. So she kind of steered me. She, was, she steered me into this room where they're doing the showcases where new bands trying to get signed sort of do their thing in front of, like, execs and all these arseholes, in you know, A&R Oh, yeah. That kind of, you know, music industry sort of stuff. And then... As soon as I walked in there, I met all of them, and their manager realised that I was there. He chucked everyone else, and then they just sung for me for two hours, and we sort of fell in love sort of thing. Ah. We had this kind of, like, love affair that's gone on for 25 years, and then within, I think, two weeks later, we wrote... In three days, we wrote, Be." To become one and a song called Feed Your Love, which has just come out on the 20th, which was too rude, it's filthy. So we had to... <laughs> it's really disgusting. What do you mean it's really, it's, it's about too, rude, too filthy? <laughs> yeah. It's really disgusting.
2: And it's great. I can come
1: the show, I can tell the truth about oh, some yeah, of the yeah, songs because yeah. it's two boys. <laughs> so there's a song about blowjobs called Feed Your Love that we, <laughs> <it> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> so we what, what a right? great what's the track next lyric? Feed
0: your,
1: jobs? Feed your Love to Me because I really, really, really need it. Feed Your Love to Me and then Jerry does a really filthy rap in Spanish oh. yeah oh, so man, that's great we weren't allowed because we realised they were going to be a teen band or even like pre-teen for kids yeah, you know, yeah. it's not good to put a song about
2: that no blowjob songs wait no. until we need to then recoup more money yeah 20, wait, 25, 25 years, years later, later. Yeah. when everyone
1: else has Chunk become filthy on. yeah yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah but um so, so, that, so we did that in three days and then a lot of ears picked up and record labels and stuff and And it went crazy from there. So, I mean, for me, it was mad. I mean, for them, it was, can you imagine? But
0: We need to talk more about Wannabe. Okay. Wannabe is a massive song. Yeah. It's an enormous song, and it changes music at that time. So, how do you write Wannabe? Took about two hours. What? So,
1: how I write is I listen. I call myself a garden fence, write something just like that. So, say if I was writing a song with you two and you were a band, I'd spend about three hours just getting to know you. So, I feel like I know you, Joe, because I've read your book. Oh, thanks. So, I kind of have... You get to know people and get to know how their mood is that day. So it's not about them, in, it's about information about them and their lives, about how they're feeling that day. And then you kind of tune into it. And they came in and they terrified me, really terrified me. And I'm like, I'm a gay man. And I was just like, fucking hell. And I just thought, well, how would, how would a young lad who fancies one of them, how would he kind of get in there and date one of them? And I wanted to write about how that lad would feel and how intimidated. Because such, there's such a force of nature. And I was obsessed with that. I was obsessed with how they grown men would walk in the room, and wither, because they were just like, yeah. on them, you know. And uh, so I wanted to write about that. So that's that's where Be started off with, you know, Summer Loving by Grease. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I started with that kind of progression, because I love that song. And we had a little shitty drum beat, really. And then I just listened. And they were saying stuff like Ziggy Zigar, and they were saying what all this stuff. What do you mean
2: stuff. they were saying, what the fuck is Ziggy
1: Zigar? Ziggy Zigar is quite, a, basically it's about, well, cigar, yeah, yeah. If you watch Lock the video, I, if you watch the video. They do that with their legs. Kind of, well, it's kind of what they used to call it. They just used to call it just a zig zig cigar. And then I was just listening all the time, making notes, writing stuff down. Then we came up with some melodies, and I just like that. Friendship never ends. Just came from that whole thing. Like, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends, which is what you did. If you was, if you hit on one of them, you would be interrogated by the other four, and that's what the song's about.
0: That song also seems to, to have about eight different hooks.
1: Yeah, not int- we didn't really know what we was doing, cause you gotta they were doing, because you got to remember, they weren't writers then, so sometimes the best pop songs are written with, because I collaborate. So as long as I know what I'm doing and I'm listening, sometimes people that can't write songs write amazing songs because they've got no rules. They don't think, oh, I need a verse, bridge. They just shout hooks at you, and so my job is to sort of piece it together. <laughs> and then they fucked off. And then you need to lay down. You have a little lay down because you're just exhausted. Because they just tire you out. And then we did a rough mix of it. I fell asleep, I think. Because those days, we used to just sleep on the floor in the studio. It was about, wasn't a lot bigger than this room. Me and my mate Matt and the other, all five of them. So they'd gone. I was having a nap on the floor. He'd gone to get a coffee and he'd just left a post-it saying press play when he'd done a rough <sighs> mix. And I just woke, woke up after a nap. Press play and heard wannabe. It's
2: what the fuck's a hook? A hook? Just an earworm, the bit that stays in your head. The, an the, earworm? An earworm. What the fuck's an earworm? Um, the <laughs> you 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 can help answer this as well because you seem to be showing off with all your musical n- knowledge.
0: All right, and I really feel like we should be doing this, but button- <laughs> want to be bum 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 bum. That's yeah. Summer I
1: love it. Well, far off.
0: <laughs> so you love hello by
1: adele don't you but the bit you would always sing would do. be hello yeah da, da, da. that's the hook so the main bit of that song that's the most memorable that's the earworm oh okay. that's the stays. earworm it's like a melodic earworm that's got on your head and fucking stays there and yeah you keep repeating it syphilis it's like syphilis yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like syphilis. happy syphilis <laughs> <laughs> we're comparing musical hooks so to syphilis yeah. that's what this show's about <laughs> yeah So,
1: yeah, so pop music is about where you find those hooks and how original you can make them. Something might be pretty boring, but there just might be one bit that everybody loves and it's a hit. So for me, when I write a song, I always want to write a song where someone pissed can sing that bit. Every time I write a song, there has to be one bit that if you're that pissed so in a club. Good. Yeah. So I
0: did all the five. Remember five? Yeah, I did all this. Do songs. I remember? Five, five. got the feeling jumping yeah, to the ceiling. Did all those? Get so. on up when you're down. Biff's trying to talk. Sorry, Biff That's all you right. Stop. You, you, get you,
2: you need to calm down. <laughs> I quite like the finger clicking. You though. need I'm to I'm calm over down. <laughs> we will. We will put aside. <laughs> we will put aside some time in this episode for you to just express yourself. Okay, but for now, we're listening to Biff. Please.
0: Carry on.
1: Yeah, on. It's, <laughs> perfect. it's fine. So, that's a, so something to keep on moving, it's got to be something that's hooky enough and earworm enough that you can remember when you're pissed. So get on up, that's the bit people would sing on that. Like Kylie Minogue, la, 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 That's la, 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 that's, the, that's the bit you would sing pissed. You worked on that? I didn't do that one, but I've done loads of it. I've worked with her for 20 years. The, so,
2: the, the real one, yeah? The real Kylie, yeah, 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 yeah. I still can't get my head around Ziggy Zigar, and that's actually a lyric. But that's kind of like an earworm, is Everybody, people still say that
1: 25 years later, which is so weird for me. It's you got three weird. hooks in
0: that song, have you? Yeah.
1: Because you got Ziggy ziggy. Oh, I'd sing drugs. Yo, I tell you what, I want. that's one. Tell yeah, isn't what it? I want when people really people really can really talk, that. I tell you what I want, and then people just start singing that song, don't they? That fucks with you. Do you head. not find? Yeah. Do you find that,
2: that really yeah. really <laughs> weird?
1: Yeah. I was I was going to send um, something to you earlier because as I came into the station, there was a brass band playing Spice Up Your Life, <laughs> <laughs> Up your Life. which is I got to say is the best thing about what I do is that years later, random people you sing your songs. Yeah. It's the best feeling must be unbelievable, yeah. It is unbelievable, or you can always if you're casually in the supermarket and it comes on, and you're that's fantastic and that's exciting, or weddings,
2: funerals, not you know? sure. Um. At uh, funerals that I've been to, there's been many. Um, Tell uh, me what you want, what you really, really yeah, want. They don't do that with the bit. We we'll might, <laughs> people. maybe they should actually. They might, they might, the
1: might do. I would, I would like that. Yeah, I get I get. Mama, the song Mama by Spice goes a lot. That was at my mum's funeral as well. Was, yeah, yeah, thanks, mum. Yeah, <laughs> I remember telling t- t- me at my dad's. Long story, but she said, You cry
2: at mine. I was like, Properly stem. my She stitched you properly up. You, she said, She'll properly up. you fucking. You like? <laughs> I like that. It. <laughs> you'll fucking cry at mine. She girl. was, like, like, <laughs> I was that. like, All right, mum, could you just stay alive for a <laughs> bit like longer before green, you start like, telling me to fucking like, grieve yeah, I was just yeah. sitting
1: there like, she Should be crying at mine? I was like, Okay, turn so next year on. Oh, and I'm sitting there and I knew it was coming. I was sitting there thinking, Fuck. Why did I write this it's so long? Why is that last chorus <laughs> it so long? Because <laughs> you're just frozen. Yeah, you know, you're just I'm not gonna cry, I'm not gonna lose it. God it felt it went on forever that song. But but yeah, you get amazing stuff like that. Complete strangers crying or laughing or two become one loads, people get married to they yeah. walk into You've been on Zoom
2: calls with Lady Gaga, is that Yeah, right? Zoom with Gaga, yeah. I've yeah, zoomed yeah, with Gaga. Yeah, I've
0: zoomed with all sorts. Yeah. That's the single best sentence anyone what has said on this podcast. Do you mean you've zoomed with Because I did
2: a
1: version of uh, Married the Night with her and Kylie Minogue, and she was so pleased with it, she zoomed me. And you go through these different layers of the house of Gaga with these different people, and then you eventually, she's, and they're all like, you know, a bit. Mm. And then you meet her, and she's lovely. All the really famous ones, I don't know how many, when you meet the really famous ones, they're lovely. Always. She's. Without a doubt. She's big. She's always awesome, really big. kind, and they know, they also. I think because of their level of fame, they, they know you're a little bit like Rabbit and headlights, So yeah. they're just really kind to them. They make you feel really good. So yeah. she was like, be is
2: amazing.
1: And then, and then you feel comfortable. And then she just thanks us.
2: Yeah. Mate, her in kind a of star is born, I just, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god, the whole performance yeah. is just, I just love it so hard. She's yeah. one of my favourites. Just, like, just the the voice love.
1: like her voice live is like next level. She's much better live than on record, I think. Is she?
2: Yeah, I think so. Some singers are. You're not, you're not, you are a Gaga fan? It's like that time you told me you didn't
0: like Adele. <laughs> I'm screwed with you two, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah you it's are. not that I, no, actually, I don't like Adele.
2: <gasps> I like her as a person. No, yeah, right. I do you? Noah Will? <laughs>
0: Not like Biff.
2: <laughs> right. So you've She's spoken to Adele, have you? I've met Adele, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Hang on a minute, he's met Adele.
1: I'd happily introduce you. Fucking oh, hell, it's Adele. It turns out that her three favourite bands growing up were Spice Girls, E17, and Gabrielle, all of which I did. Bingo. And she did this weird thing where she kind of got so went to kiss my feet. Just a bit pissed. <laughs> 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 but she's amazing.
2: She's just she's despite. into feet. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Maybe into feet.
2: Right, let's actually talk about how you go about writing a All song. Right. You've touched on it at the start. Yeah. So you listen intensely. Yeah, for like I listen. Yeah, I'm a couple g- of hours. I, yeah, I listen. I get to know. I can't
1: write a song with someone until I know what, how they're feeling. I'm not one of those songwriters that like, a lot of them can do a sit down and go, nah, nah, we're going to write today. We're going to write about blah 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 blah. I'm like, what are we going to write about and why? And another golden rule for me is it's very easy to throw away a big happy pop song or like a dance tune. But if that person, if it's a young like this girl band, or the, if that's how they're feeling and all they want to do is to be going out that night and get pissed or go out with their boyfriend or whatever then that's what I write about that to me is more true rather than trying to write this super deep oh it's got to be all oh we've got to break everyone's heart so if the person I'm writing with is just like going out tonight going out to get laid or I'm going to go out and get wasted and like okay we'll write about that and we'll write a big up tempo fun song so it's all about tuning into their mood sometimes you speak to someone they're, they're heartbroken we write about that sometimes someone will come in with an idea I write a song with Ellie Gordon a fair few years ago called Lights, and she, she was running down into the studio. And she goes, I've got this idea, I've got this idea. And I'm like, well, well, well. she goes, I want to call my album Lights, but I need to write a song called Lights. And I said, OK, how are we going to do it? She goes, well, I used to be really scared of the dark when I was a kid. And that's where the song started, and I talked to her about that, how he felt, and then we wrote Lights, and Dark number one in America. And what, was, what were you scared of as a kid,
2: Tom? Wolves. What, what, what wolves? The, football. <laughs>
0: Bear in mind, I grew up on the half borders. There Essex borders. There was no apparent danger from wolves. Why
2: were you scared of wolves?
0: Because they could eat you.
2: Okay, anything else? That's Foxes. Because there's snakes. a theme here. Okay, animal theme. And I was afraid of uh, Chucky. Mm-hmm. The, that makes sense. From Child's Play, not from Rugrats. <laughs> um, although he was actually quite scary. He Very was. similar, actually. Yeah, yeah. It? Very similar. Yeah. But I recently... Chucky's on Sky It says they've turned it into a series oh no that's wrong and it's so bad yeah but I, I forced myself the other night to watch it right my, Daisy she was like what the fuck is this shit I've got to watch it I've got to watch it she was like why I was like because I watched Child's Play when I was five she went why are you watching Child's Play when you are five I went I put it in the thing that's really by accident that's Child's Play yeah. <laughs> it's very young it? I, know, I know and it came up and I'd, I'd watched about 20 minutes that's just stayed with the whole time my sisters used to have uh, China Face Dolls you know yeah. those like yeah, blinking yeah. eyes, yeah. yeah. All of them were smashed. I'd just go around with dad's hammer, like smashing all the faces in. That was the end of that mm-hmm. for them. And it wasn't until last week where I went, Why have I been scared of Chucky all my life? He's fucking dreadful. Like, it's not yeah, it's that's just, good. good then. i
0: got over my fear. Thanks. Yeah,
2: yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, appreciate that one. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all, this <laughs> is a load
0: of crap. So, if we were going to try and write a song mm. for Joe today, Biff, yes, what sort of vibe are we getting off Joe at the moment? I did think of some... <laughs> you're not going to get me singing, by the way.
2: No, hey, Sorry, hey, hey put me on the spot. I'm the singer here.
1: You're the singer here. But I did. I because I've read your book that's what I said so I felt I know you I did write a little bit and I'm a big admirer of your advocacy for mental health and stuff and everything. thank you brother documentary right thank you Um, lot been through a lot of it myself so I kind of touched on something and I'd start with words and write some words down and worked on a
2: metaphor for what you went through and stuff like that right. so, so what have that's where i so far fuck, fuck me we need some ads let's get some ads and then we'll do this a bit of song after
0: So those were the adverts, and Biff has his iPhone open in front of him, yeah, and he's written some lyrics. Joe, at the risk of ruining these lyrics, fucking hell, this is the biggest honour ever, isn't it?
2: I don't know how I feel about it. I'll be honest, I've got some, I've got some butterflies. Yeah, me too in my tummy. That's yeah. how I'm feeling. That's how I'm g- genuinely feeling. I'm also starstruck. This is my starstruck face, <laughs> which no one can see on a podcast. No. Okay, so. Silence Do you want me th- to read the words i got? Yes, please. Well, I've called the song Air Miles because it's about
1: how you didn't want to go on the tour. Right. I was thinking of a metaphor. So I can't call it home or a mission. I thought air miles is quite a good metaphor about it. Air miles, yeah. So I thought, so what I'd do, I'd start with the verse, and that would be quite sad, explaining why you're in a bit of a mess. Then the pre-chorus, which is the bit that sort of builds up before the chorus, is more promising. It brings the hope. And then the chorus is the kind of
2: explanation of why you're kind of, you're all right and you're getting better. Okay, now, so that's the that's the sort of... That's my process. Is, and point. is that the breakdown of a song that you do? Like? For me, yeah. yeah for, right. the, for,
1: this, for, you, for this one for you called Air Moles. So I've got, this is for a verse, I've got When I Lost a Plot, I Ran Away to Forget What I Got. I took a chance and declined, lost my strength in a bind. I knew I needed you. To feel safe and not scared, I was sick at the thought of those feelings, feeling I'd never stand up. So I'm thinking of Daisy and how you probably wanted to, because I read your book, and I? And then a the bit building up to the chorus, which brings the promise and the hope is, So I stayed, I held on, took a breath, it began, and I realised all I wanted was my home and the chorus is home to be safe and admit to myself I'm not alone you're my everything, more than anything you can save me in this world so baby please protect me from this wild we can't be separated from air miles
2: fucking hell I wrote that in the car <laughs> I'm just going to start crying Joe I can't I can't do this he's written that song like that, just like that yeah but that's like, that's like that's a good song I
0: can't take the piss out of that What's our, what chords do we want behind this? Hang on,
2: oh, hang on, hang on. What's a chord?
0: A chord is. or. or.
2: Not really explained what a chord is.
0: <laughs> Fifty, do want to do the technicals?
2: What's a chord? Well, you've got minor and major chords, you've got
1: all kinds. Just think of them as moods they make you feel up, down. Give me a bad mood.
0: I'll give you. So the minor chords are, are minor the. Song. so an E, e minor. E minor is beautiful.
1: Oh, very kind of pretty. Sad.
0: Makes you feel a bit... Mm. We can have a Ooh. A minor. Classic A minor. If you want you happy, you're going for your majors. Your D, A, okay. G, C. How do you know music? I don't. We need to make it clear that I don't. In this Biff, Biff, how, how do you know music? Well, this is the
1: thing. I don't know music that well on purpose because I've got a theory. If you're really good at playing instrument, you can't write songs because you're just thinking about how I go. So if you're just, you just
2: from here. Why? Why songwriting then?
1: Do, were you into well, I, music? Right, here's my sad bit. Yeah. So I come from a quite abusive childhood, and um, I won't get too much about it. But yeah, it was pretty shit. And my escape was headphones, just to, to keep him away from me, it was headphones and music and pop music. So I used to sit in my room with headphones on just to, because I was scared all the time, so I was just in my room from a little kid for a long time. And my escape was music. And I think to be able to write songs and be creative in any any way, you have to have to go on that roller coaster of emotions and ups and downs. And there was so much shit as a kid that I kind of learned how, I, mean, I wrote my first song when I was six for my mum. So I used to try and keep her happy because she was so worried all the time. Yeah. So I used to write her songs. And then she was... My dad was a boxer. And she was... When I was supposed to be going to York Hall, I don't even know York Hall, the Bethel famous... Going, Beth, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah, where we have up. I was having secret piano lessons. It's a bit Billy Elliot in my life, really. She yeah. was sending me, like... Do you know what I mean? I used to sort of come back and rough myself up on the on the wall to make it look like I've been sparring. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, but really, I was you know learning piano lessons.
2: That's a rough piano lesson thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's (sighs) especially me. Yeah. So, so that's and then at sixteen, she was like, "You need to, you know,
2: sort of thing to get away."
1: And I left home at sixteen and and was homeless and did the whole squat homeless thing and just went from there. And so that's why I, I songwrite because I write myself happy so ah. most of my biggest hits are like big like come on yeah. yeah let's be let's all unite let's love let's be happy and that's why I do it I write myself happy basically I've always done it saying that I've just written something that's quite emotional <laughs> for you <laughs> but it makes me happy because you're you, you like seeing me sad no because I think <laughs> you, your journey on a serious night is amazing I think you seem to have
2: it's got it's got a happy ending yeah it has yeah you know. Oh, that's really cool. Thank you for so sharing that's your how I story. Write. No, thank you, you for know. sharing your story. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Is it every song has just got six notes? I'm going to say it wrong. Eight notes. Eight notes, yeah. Every single song in the world has only got eight yeah, notes. Yeah, pretty much, just in different
1: orders and different, and the gaps are longer and short ones. Are there only eight notes in the world? Yeah, kind of.
2: But there's no. loads of different chords. Right. What's a note? Yeah, but you've just done that on a guitar. What's that note on a piano? The same. But it's not. There's no strings on a piano. There are. Where, <laughs> where the fuck are the strings? Strings are Under inside the
1: pianos. It's just they're just little things that knock knock strings inside. I, th- I think it's <laughs> there's strings call, in a piano. It's really difficult. I think if you try and think of it from here and not there, it's easier to understand. There's so strings a in a
0: piano.
2: No. Yeah, I can't yeah. get past the fact that there's strings in the piano. <laughs> I fucked it. I fucked
0: it so hard. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Is it not amazing though, Biff? Because yeah, there's eight notes. Yeah, and there have been millions of songs written down the yeah. years that. You can still find room and find a fresh melody. People are still trying to sue you, though.
1: we have had that a few times. We've all had that. Have oh, I sued anyone else? I nearly did. Oh, is it, a, com- is it a common end?
2: thing in the songwriting yeah, industry? Yeah, massive. Well, sued? if it's
1: a really big hit, it's a massive thing. Yeah, you have to be really careful now. They'll be on you. Especially Americans,
0: the lawyers. They're like... Oh. The big recent ones were Sheeran and Let's Get yeah. It On, Marvin Gaye. Sheeran, Sheeran in general. Okay. Was <laughs> yeah, well, Sheeran
2: and Let's Get On quite close then, was it?
0: Let's, Let's get, get it on. on. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me loving you. you...
2: Oh, actually, it does sound a bit sheeran Exactly the same chords, yeah. Thinking
0: Out Loud. Yeah. Did you do Thinking Out
2: Loud? Thinking Out thinking Loud's it? amazing, isn't it? It's a great song. It is amazing. Yeah. Why can't it, though? Why can't you do songs that are
1: so similar? Well, I think Ed's the first person to admit that he does and then he gives his fair share, to be honest sometimes Ed's written something and someone gone that's a bit like mine and he's he's real gent Ed he's just Is like he? yeah I have fine. here you go Here's a percentage of it Gallagher he's did it really as well cool. didn't he
0: yeah no Gallagher did it a few times with Shaker Maker being I want to teach the world to sing yeah
1: it? yeah yeah and so I, I think it's flattering I've heard stuff that sounds like I've done over the years I'm flattered by it I'm not going to go after that person's ask for money and stuff it's flattering I mean sometimes things are really identical then you need to go in legally but but then you're getting into that adult, grown-up stuff, and I just want to be the little kid writing songs.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the way that songs are written. Is it changing? I read a very interesting book about how, in that sort of mid to late 90s period, yeah. brief, the Max Martin school yeah. of Swedish pop oh, took yes. over the world. He's, well, he's the king, basically. And, and he's, he's, not, he's basically not actually called Max lead, Martin. He's, Martin he's, leader, he's like is,
1: our leader. Who's, like Max, Max, who's, Max, who's Max Martin? Max Martin's the biggest... After McCartney, the most successful songwriter of all time. He's a Swedish guy that was in a, uh, a rock band back in the day. And then he just said, I'm gonna, I am going to like pop songs. Like proper cool Swedish, you know, long hair and rocker. And wrote Hit Me Baby One More Time for Britney Spears. Wrote everything for Backstreet Boys. And he's basically... He's God. He's God. He's basic, God in, I'm in to your world of, of
0: But he's, he's so meek and Is so... He?
1: Yeah, he's... He, you would never know in a million years.
0: His sound, that sound on mm. on Hit Me Baby One More Time it's or on just, Backstreet's Back, that sort of yeah. bum bum bum.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like that same sort of piano and the same, the same snare and everything, same drum kit. He'll transpose halfway through a chorus as well, which means he'll take it up, so it's a bit more exciting.
0: My loneliness, really... that bit. Yeah, mm.
1: and you just do it, just and so it feels like it's me it
0: sk- Now, yeah.
2: hit me, baby, one more time. Bow.
1: Dun, yeah. dun, dun. But sh- the thing about that song, it's three minutes thirty, and it's such a classic song that three minutes thirty is now considered the perfect length for a pop song. So if you write a song that happens to be three minutes thirty, you're kind of like, yeah, win
2: because it's, really? it's the max length. Yeah, even if it's a shower of shit, as long as it's almost, gone for three minutes. Yeah, and 30.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Mean, something I did was it's three thirty with Kylie, and that was quite a big hit, and that was three thirty
2: just by luck. What would you say is, in your opinion, mm. the greatest song? Ever written? What a question! The greatest song ever written. Well, I've got my f- favourite song ever written. Yeah, but I've
1: also got what I think the greatest song ever written is. Yeah, we we'll go go with the first one. The greatest song for me ever written is Blue Monday mm. by New Order. Bum, 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 How balm, does it balm, feel? <laughs> Because it changed my life. How does it feel? It's quite a dark, to dance. Treat me like you do. I was about 15 and just went. This is what I want to do the rest of my life. So that's my favourite song. Possibly, my, I think the greatest song ever written is probably Wichita Lineman.
2: Quite slow and sad.
1: Yeah, really sad and heartbreaking, and it just. Can you sing it for I me, please? I am
0: Tom. a lineman for the county. It's beautiful. And I ride that main road.
2: What's a Wichita linesman? Wait, is it play? an American football player? No. I always
0: thought he was talking about a little Searching football. in the sun for another overload. So I think Biffy's just... Amazing strings and everything yeah. about it's perfect. Apparently that was unfinished, that song.
1: Some of the greatest songs, the people that write them just don't think they're that great. It's weird, isn't it?
0: It's got that warm melancholia about it. Melancholy? Melancholy. <laughs> melancholy? Melancholy is your stuff Melancholy. Tonight, That's a bad no? name. I'm, I'm just love clarifying. Isn't it
2: melancholy? Melancholy, yeah. yeah. So, but we're going with melancholy. No, melancholia. Melancholia,
0: <laughs> <Fuck's sake. laughs> heard that. what I was saying, Joe, is that yeah, it's a happy, sad song, Biff, isn't
1: it? Yeah, they're it the, the best songs. Warm. I love songs like that. They kind of like with beautiful sadness, I call it. Yeah, it's where you rejoice, in it's, like, it's kind of making you feel down, but you're rejoicing in the
0: it's your emotion, down,
2: it's like your it. warmth, yeah, your own sort of private place. Yeah, Jasper's uh, two favorite songs. You know, that on Spotify, you get your most played thing or most yeah, listened yeah. to, you, like yeah. your year breakdown, yeah. Ours was astronaut in the ocean. <laughs> What's that? It's a rap song that he right. fucking just—he does it off by heart. He loves it. put Astronaut in the ocean. What do you know about rolling down in <laughs> the deep? <wind>? You just... <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking out? He does it so well. And then the other one's Willy Bum Bum. Classic. Right. It's a classic, Willy Bum Bum. And a, you go? Just, it's actually really weird. It starts off with like a with a bee, a buzzy bee. Sting in this guy's rectum. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know it goes back to that. Always goes back to rectums on this podcast. um So it's a bit weird. Me we and we were like, uh "Is that play on?" Then we're just like, "Yeah, fucking crack on." So, what's your favourite song though? I like "Set Fire to the Rain." Fantastic, yeah. Set fire to the. Ra- oh, it's brilliant! So, so yeah. good. I'm also a big Paul Simon fan. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really? like Kathy's
0: song. Beautiful, yeah.
2: To England, where my heart lies. He's so bad. He's amazing. if you See, if started,
0: yeah, only living boy in New York. I'd stick in the top five. There's so many. It's endless. Lady Smith, Black Mambazo. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's brilliant. um, Anyway, sorry, they're they're mine. A very eclectic. My Mrs. She's always been like, "What fucking music do you listen to?" Honestly. (laughs) Also, uh, to be fair, I've only recently changed it. I used to have um, a playlist on Spotify called "Dark and Gloomy." Yeah, yeah, and it was just sad song. Did that used to cheer you song. up though? Did you find it? I harder? used to lose myself in it. I just, mm. I love it. I've always been more yeah. inclined to go with sad songs. Yeah. I love them. Like Joni Mitchell, both sides now. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: like it's like a release, isn't it?
2: Fuck, yeah. I love that. Listening to her voice yeah. and the, the emotion in it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. But Daisy would always be like, fucking hell, mate, can you not put this <laughs> this playlist on just with all the kids whilst we're in here just trying to be a bit more upbeat? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. And she was like, maybe thinking about changing it as well. Just dark and gloomy. I was like, well, it says what it is on... T-. So I changed it to thoughtful. That's better than yeah, mindful. Yeah, it, yeah that's gives good. Gives it a little bit more. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sticking Willy Bum Bam. <laughs> Willy Bum Bum has made well, it. Right in that, the middle of it, fair. yeah. But this... So there are songs I've Googled... It says the best songs ever written, and it's come back with top 500 uh, according to the Rolling Stone magazine. This could take a while. Yeah, I'm not doing all
0: 500. Wait up to you later, Bit.
2: I bet you can't yeah. guess what number eight on this list number is. Number eight? Number eight.
0: <sighs> Got me a clue, hasn't it, for this?
2: I will give you a clue it's not a of, of it is a female American artist and a male artist, but. It, he's i think he's credited with just writing it with her his name is also a town on the M4 uh, his his name is also a footwear brand of boots Timberland, yes. Oh,
1: okay. Is it Missy Elliott?
2: Yeah. Is it um, Get Your Free Com? Get Your Free con.
1: Oh, come on. Get your Free On It's amazing. Get Your Free on. on That's a producer's that's, goat. Some songs are just producers, like that's reference to everyone. That's When we all heard that,
2: we were just like, oh, it's all Bum, over. Ba, na, 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 na. perfect perfect that's fucking unbelievable but I'd i would never have 10. thought that would have been in the top 10 of the greatest um, songs ever written people according cr- to this people go
0: crazy when you put that on yeah so why that does that, is that absolutely work, not right, from a songwriter's point of view why does that work his
1: drum programming, the space the way timberland does drums just <laughs> everyone just goes to it <laughs> it's got that really clever bit with the japanese bit and the backwards bit and like oh, yeah. hey, she's it's got all it's got so many brilliant elements to it and she's just got attitude I think it just comes on and everybody just, it just goes off. It's such a Some weird work, rhythm, isn't it? Work, Rihanna's very similar. People go crazy to that and you think that's ridiculous. I don't even know what she's saying, but people go <laughs> crazy to that song.
2: What about number four? It was written in 1965, a male. He's got two first names. Bob Dylan.
0: Which one? Like a rolling stone. Papa was a rolling, rolling stone. stone. Different song. That's The Temptations What was his one then? How's it feel When you're on your own Like a rolling stone I think The Temptations should have been there instead Yeah, I think so (laughs) You could sing that with your falsetto as well
2: What do you think, number one In the top 500 according to Rolling Stones Rolling Stone magazine If it's Rolling Stones, it's going to be Beach Boys No, it was written by Otis Reddin Respect Is it? Aretha's version yeah,
1: yeah, it's got to be her version. Yeah,
2: the top three were yeah. Aretha Franklin. Respect at one. Public Enemy. Fight the power Ooh. at two. Oh, that's Fight the power that, that's political as well. So that's I like, got everything. And Sam Cooke. A change is going to come. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh my God! How did I forget Fleetwood Mac? Dreams. Where's that? Beautiful.
0: Number nine. Is it? What's the most surprising one, Joe, For you? Outcast. Heya
2: at mm. ten. Amazing. Yeah, amazing song, but. It's number 10. Brilliant. Sh- sh- shake it, sh- yeah. hey, shake hey, it, shake like hey, a Polaroid uh, beard. Genius. Yeah. Malusi yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck, it is actually good when you sing it back. But I think, um, sorry, Miss Jackson. That's even Ooh, better. It's even better. I for real. Yeah, brilliant, aren't they? Never meant to make a <gasps> daughter cry. I apologise a trillion times.
0: Do you reckon, Biff, like, so your songs come from feeling. I was mm. wondering the way here. It seems to me you can get you can get away with a terrible lyric but yeah. an amazing melody but you can't get away with the opposite you can't get away with no. an incredible lyric and a shit melody
1: yeah i totally agree with that because sometimes you're writing a lyric and you get a better lyric but it just doesn't work so you think oh this is these are better words these will touch people more and if i read it, it will look better and you sing it, it just doesn't sing better so you just have to kind of morph it
0: so the cadence doesn't work what we yeah sing? the
1: cadence oh. and the vowel sounds and the stuff like that yeah
2: it's really important, that one.
0: Joe, we've got a little list, haven't we, of some of the more questionable lyrics of all time.
2: Yeah, no, we have, Tom.
0: The number one on my list here is a terrible song. It was actually voted
2: as one of the worst of all time. God. Just completely mind. and utterly dog shit. Awful. I'm really hoping that you don't turn around and say, "Actually, no, it takes a lot of skill to write this song." <laughs>
1: it was one of them I wrote it. Had <laughs> <laughs> that before?
2: Pay for Biss house. Yeah. It is the cheeky song "Touch My Bum" cheeky, cheeky, uh, yeah, by I the mean, Cheeky Girls. Oh, for, for
1: fuck's my sake! Bum, da, 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 da. But it's kind of funny. I wouldn't say that that was written seriously.
0: No. What else you got, Jane? I'm
2: not surprised. This more. is this, I've always I always loved this song, and it's not until now that I've I read it out loud. I'm like, fucking hell! How how's they? How's they got away with this? How's they got away <laughs> with that? Um, Kings of Leon, Sex is on Fire. Give us a blast. Oh, now the no. lyrics. Lay where you're laying. Lay where you're laying. Yeah. Don't make a sound. I know they're watching. They're watching. All the commotion. The kiddie-like play. Mm. Not sure I'm comfortable with that one. Mm. Has people talking. They're talking. You, your sex is on fire. The dark of the alley. Fucking hell. The breaking (laughs) of day. Head while I'm driving. Head while I'm driving. I didn't know
1: that. I did not know that.
2: Yeah. Right, here we go. I'm driving. Soft lips are open. (laughs) Wow. Them knuckles are pale. Fucking hell. Feels like you're dying. You're dying. That's Kings of
1: Leon, right? Yeah, but they're like proper Christian, aren't they? Isn't their dad like a pastor? They're like proper religious.
0: I mean, I wouldn't even call it a subtext there. That is the soft
2: text. lips are open, their knuckles are that? pale.
0: Biff, why does that work as a song then? Is it because we can sing your sex is on fire when we're drunk? That's a little bit of a
1: drunk, that drunk thing I'm saying. So I imagine you, you singing it on the coast yeah, again. It's, all, yeah. it's like Mr. Brightside, right? It's yeah, like, it's one of them. Isn't Classic post that bit, bit of a lads, uh, got all that. In it.
0: it's you like go in Cardiff song. after an international, sex, or, all you hear is your sex is on fire, Mr. Brightside. I'd
1: say
2: that's why For For sake. easy to sing pissed
0: and a bit of yeah a bit of that yeah.
2: right, what about black eyed peas my humps that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: just horrible go on Joe but can you read this Joe right, is that my lovely lady lumps
2: isn't it that yeah.
0: Joe would like this Sussex style please
2: I'm a get, 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 get you drunk get you love drunk off my hump <laughs> my hump my hump my hump, my hump. My hump. My hump. My hump. <laughs> My hump. My hump. My <laughs> lovely little lumps. <laughs>
0: That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you one a famous one from Desray. Terrible one about toast. That's it. So how can I, someone put to- that one that one in the ward? I don't want to see a ghost. It's the sight yeah. that I fear most. I'd rather eat a piece, piece of, of toast, toast. Watch the evening, evening. news That's
1: Live. just ridiculously... Sh- that won an award for the, like, the most played record in on radio
2: in Europe. Some what? European radio awards, yeah. That is fucking ridiculous. Shit, basically. You can. <laughs> Sorry. I'd rather me. eat a piece of toast and watch the evening news. Yeah. Some like in the frame. I want to see
0: a ghost. It's the sight that I feel most. <laughs> horrible. rather oh, a
2: toast and watch the evening news. This is a bit weird, and I didn't even know that it was the case. A snap. Rhythm is a dancer. Is that um, the one? Rhythm is a yeah. dancer. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious as cancer that's when horrible. I say rhythm is a dancer. Mm. What the fuck? Who's come up with that as a You've lyric? Got, and he also terrible.
1: skews da- to be dancer, yeah. so it rhymes with I'm can- as cancer. cancer. that's really
0: ugly. Is a dance.
1: I've got a good Madonna one. Sorry, Madonna. Yes. <laughs> a Madonna Sorry, Madonna. yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Shit,
0: Big women. listener to the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She did this thing. I wrote. I wrote this one down. She rhymes Mini Cooper with Super Duper. So she <laughs> said. <laughs> So she goes, I'm drinking a soy latte. I get a double shot. It goes right through my body, and you know I'm satisfied. I drive my Mini Cooper, and I'm feeling (laughs) super-duper. So they tell me I'm a trooper, and you know I'm satisfied. It's like Madonna. I mean, I'm, like, a massive Madonna fan. She's, like, legendary. But
2: as she's got older and decides she wants to write that that's a wrap. Donna Raphead, not good is it? Was that just after when she was pulled off the stage?
1: Maybe, she had, <laughs> Maybe she'd yeah, her head. that
2: clip of her have you ever had yeah, right? a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit
1: of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little They said you just heard a land.
2: Oh, um, fuck. the a little bit of a little bit a little Get a house in Devon, drink cider from a lemon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> drink cider from a lemon, lemon, I don't lemon. hate that. Why not? Because it's, it's so a catchy.
2: <laughs> so catchy. Don't Have you ever drunk it. cider from a lemon? No, but that's why I quite like it, I think. I want to drink cider from a lemon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it you just, just paints some picture. How would you do that, though? Because lemons are quite small. Are, are you would hollowing you, out the whole lemon? Quite or nice?
0: Are you getting a, an infusion of cider in half a lemon?
2: <laughs> so what I think I'm doing is I'm going to cut a hole in the lemon.
0: At the top? You've got it egg-style, have you, like that way around? There isn't a top of a lemon. Is it on its side, or is it pointing upwards? Pointed. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to go up that way.
2: It's back on that again. And then put it on top of the bottle. Ah. Oh. And then make a little hole at the top. Yeah. And then drink it through the lemon. That'll yes. work. That'll work. But gin would be better, wouldn't it?
0: I'm going to throw in one more famous one for an Elton John song, but obviously a Bernie Taupin lyric. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise the kids. In fact, it's cold as hell. And there's no one there to raise them if you did. What do you think?
1: (laughs) Not great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
2: I don't think I'd get away with that one.
0: What's your best lyric?
2: My best lyric? Oh, God. Come on. What's one that you're most proud of that you go, fuck, I love that being shouted back to me I really like Viva Forever Spice Girls mm. that makes me cry
1: it's like, I wrote it and I get my, I feel when you write a really good one you feel detached like you haven't done it yeah. so that one really makes me feel I'm really proud of to become one when we, she says put it on the third time round because we're talking about safe sex so that was that was a bit of a moment to get that in I love Carly's Love at First Sight because that was the first song so I was with her at Glastonbury backstage she said you've got to come backstage and things why is that and then she's like because I'm doing Love at First Sight.'" first and it's actually also my favorite song i've ever written is it yeah so she started with my favorite song was that 120,000 people just we were just on that pop on that rose bit on the side That is nuts just watching that
0: isn't that the most amazing experience to imagine that a song that you just sat there in a little studio and you've come up with and you go out and one of the world's greatest entertainers is singing it to 100 and Ten, hundred, twenty thousand people with millions of people watching it on TV, and they're all singing it. It must be the biggest buzz, massive buzz. How
1: come you haven't and turned I wrote that with end? her? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I
2: that what that a lovely, well. what a lovely compliment, Tom. I, know, I get that a lot. What as well, a really because lovely because
1: I, I don't, I don't, I just have to do it. I have to write songs. Like I had to write. I felt like I had to write something. Do you see what I mean? That's what I do, and all the other stuff that comes with
2: it is just kind of like just comes with it. Come on, you've had six Christmas number ones. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I'm guessing that. Uh, yearly incomes, not not to Yeah, be One More at. Sleep's
1: doing all right at the moment. So <laughs> I'd be lying if I didn't
2: say that I monitor One More Sleep because it's just
1: fun. Yeah. Because you can see how many plays you get, and then that gets better every year. Yeah. That's like eight, nine years old, and it's getting bigger and bigger, so that's kind of nice.
0: What are the other ones?
1: So, stay another day. Gotcha. And a lot of, um, uh, like, Spice Girls had uh, three Christmas number ones. And then I did quite a lot of X Factor stuff, so I did, like, Matt my, my Card, I did loads of little mixed stuff. Oh, there, I went to another one. Oh.
2: It's Matt Cardle. When we collide together.
1: together... I was the musical director of X Factor for two years, so I did the One Direction year and the Little Mix year, so I helped sort of put them together and did One
2: Direction and Little Mix, yeah. Just touch on that um, X Factor stuff. What do you say yeah. to the, the musical purists that say, there's no place... Well, obviously X Factor's finished now, yeah. but there's no place for these reality shows. These
1: Postcodes. M-
2: because you
1: can be... A lot of artists now are kind of... Not entitled, but they're quite privileged just because where they live. If they're born in West London or they're born in Brighton or they're born in... You've got a better chance of doing it. If you're a Little Mix and two of you are from South Shields, where there's fuck all, one of the greatest things that I can do is make somebody achieve their dreams, because I did. So if you look at Little Mix who are fucking brilliant, I mean, they sing and they're proper good. Yeah. So I helped put them together with Talisa and, and Simon, Cal. We put that together and they were literally from nothing... They would never have had that chance. They wouldn't be able to form that band and get a chance for 20 million people to watch them on a Saturday night. So that's why I just you know, fuck off because it's given people chances. The only Lewis, Hackney, London, how would she have had the chance? There's a lot of privilege in the music industry and all the great artists we love probably don't have that. The Beatles being the ultimate one. So that's my argument to that, and I'll always stick by it. And, you, and, it's, and in these kids, I still see that I'm still good friends with Little Mix. They come in now, and they're like superstars, and they're happy, and
2: they've achieved their dreams. Because and that, that, for me, is job done. Yeah. Job done. Right? What would you say is the worst thing about the music industry? All the bullshit that goes with it, yeah. The it.
1: writing the songs and doing that is easy. Yeah, it's just all the bullshit and the sharks. And there's a lot of great people, which you tend to then gravitate around because then you meet all the other nice people as well. So like Team Kylie is like heaven. Yeah, everyone around her because she's such a beautiful person. Everyone around her is kind and gentle and on time and generous and everything. So you, you end up leaning towards that. But there's so many sharks out there. There's so many people. So that's hard, and then as soon as you start getting hits and making money and everything, that all happens as well, and that fucks everything up, because exactly. everybody thinks you're just doing it for the money, and they're just. So then you get all that people that would work, and people think you have a hit record, and the cheque for a million pounds comes through your door. You know what I mean? It's just like it's not how it works.
0: Could you, if you, if we were talking to the um, 18-year-old Biff now, yeah, and he was trying to make it as a songwriter, could you still make it as a songwriter the way that? royalty's work now is streaming? Well, the 18-year-old Biff was go-go
1: dancing in the gay club for fucking money, so...
0: <laughs> he would have probably been off his face and kind of like,
1: I'm
2: right, mate, fuck off. Um. <laughs> I'd have actually really enjoyed that attempt at a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Biff, just to say, Fuck off! I'll be out a minute. Fuck off! I've got my little... Finish dun- this! I've done.
1: Lock tennis shorts on. <laughs> bum, 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 yeah. bum, 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 All the bum, cash bum, down there. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, I would say... um, keep on going because loads of people ask me this question and I just I just believe it and just because I just do what I do and just believe in yourself and channel the shit into a positive place because that's what I did
2: so I just wrote myself happy yeah I love that I love the way that you described that yeah that's what I did I was like fuck you that's got to be the title of your book Biff Mm. write myself happy comma fuck you yeah.
1: yeah, I'd have to fuck you a bit on it.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, I'd like that. Maybe asterisk it just in yeah. case. Yeah. You who know, am I to comment? Actually, <laughs> just...
1: it is a case as well. I don't know. You just see if I can do it, then anyone can. I'm always, better, I've always had imposter syndrome, mm.
2: but that's better than being a twat and thinking you're the big knees, isn't it? Yes, it is, isn't it? I still find it unbelievable how you have imposter syndrome when you've had <laughs> all of <laughs> these got hits. It. Like, you have had all of these hits. Yes, you know sir. That, like, you've done all of this, <laughs> yes. and yet it's just been it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you Biff it's been brilliant I loved your stories I loved your energy as well just the way you've come in and you just crack on with it yeah man so thank you I love the show I think it's amazing so it's been an honour thank
1: you
0: thanks for coming on thanks mate you're welcome Joe I think we can let the listeners into some secrets of what's just happened in the studio we've both just embraced Biff in manly man hugs because Biff is a lovely man, and we both liked him very, very much. I love Biff. What a man. The way he speaks as well, just, you just can't help but... Oh, I love you, Biff.
2: And the fact that he's openly invited us to go down to his studio and record... <laughs>
0: I saw your erection. <laughs> it's not often people say that. <laughs> we should definitely take him up on that, I think. If you also enjoyed that episode and you want to support the show, good news, you can now subscribe three ways. Apple, Spotify and Patreon. Search for Joe Marla's Show. Because for a single pound a week, you can get bonus content at free episodes and you'll be growing the show at the same time. If you would like another podcast to listen to, here's one for you. Go Love Yourself is the new podcast by Bake Off star and body confidence influencer, Laura Adlington and her best friend, Lauren. It's the podcast where everyone's working to love themselves a little more, and they'll be chatting about everything from diet culture to dating, mental health to social media, and generally not giving a fuck about what people think. Search for Go Love Yourself to listen now. From the Bake Off? The very same. Oh, uh, okay, I'm going to get into that one. But who have we got on next week on our one? Joe, I've got a feeling it may be a classic. It's an estate agent. Oh. Uh. Intrigued, I'm intrigued. you bought a house, haven't you? Loads. Sold a house? Loads. Well, that should be a good one then, Joe. Loads. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. With lucky landslides, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?